everybody, and welcome to episode 117 of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. This is your number one video game spot for all things video game news, reviews, sometimes even interviews. I am your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me tonight, it's Chris Montpetit. I'm here from the underground reporting in, sir. And on the other side of the, the, the ring, the, Stefano's not here to do the wrestling jokes. Uh, Pasquale's <laughs> here as well. I'm on the other side of the ring. I know That's what you're right. talking about. Pasquale is coming and weighing in at a... Uh, what do you... Uh, a number. What's it? You're weighing in at a number? Yeah. <laughs> the Italian stallion coming at you hard, baby. That's right. He's Ooh. fully prepared to take on every challenge. Much like a, an eager teenager at a job interview, he's eager <laughs> to fill any opening you have. So let's... Uh, All right. What are we talking about? What are I we doing? I, I started with a wrestling anecdote, and then we did, then just went sexual. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, stop I'm saying like, somebody's willing to fill any opening. I would like to apologize ahead of time for everything that's going to be said by myself and my constituents. Um, although, you know, who knows what they're going. Anyway, welcome to the Let's Get Gaming podcast, gentlemen. We got a uh, we got some news to talk about, as always. Of course. I want to. I want to. I want. I want to talk about before we get started. Mm -hmm. I, ha I have I have an update. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have an update on a chronicle that has been appearing on this podcast for a couple episodes now for anybody who's been paying attention and listening to that. Mm -hmm. Now, a couple weeks ago, we talked about serial meta and where different brands of serial fall within our own rankings. Yes, of course. Okay. okay I, I something happened recently that that is going to completely shake up the meta. Oh, no, it's okay. your whole meta has been turned upside down. It's in not only mine, but like I, I'm going to encourage you and everyone listening at home to go out and purchase this and try it for yourself. But cinnamon toad, toad, cinnamon toad, cinnamon toad crunch, cinnamon toast crunch has recently released a Cinnabon style breakfast Ooh. cereal. Oh, interesting. Now, normally, normally I'm not one to jump on the bandwagon with all like you know. The, the comical breakfast cereals, you know, the ones that are specifically made for children. Sure. Uh -huh. This this one, however, I will admit, I did buy it because it had pretty pictures and, like, you know, colorful <laughs> colors in the box. Of course. I, like, straight up, not even going to deny that. But I, I was not prepared. I, I think, like, I think we've we've reached a new era of, of cereal with this one. Like, this is the best thing you've ever tasted? Yeah, like, it's, 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 it might be up there, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. No. Thank you. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Dude, um, I don't know. I I know that you guys are like you're old men. You don't like you, you don't like cereal that tastes good. You like bran and, and like uh, stuff like that, right? I, mean, you know, it's, I it's, like the stuff that tastes good. It's funny enough that you uh, you mentioned this because um, friend of friend of the show and and listener uh, of mine and friend of mine uh, actually made a a comment saying that golden grams is the superior cereal and uh, we should all try it and I'm pretty I'm sure, sure we don't that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not available in Canada so I will have to try and import that into uh, into Never the country and uh, give it a shot I have I have had golden grams well you've you've I, also spent time. In the land below. Uh, oh, okay. I, I I thought you were gonna call me fat. Yeah, no, no, no. I've like <laughs> I've had I've had golden grams. They're not. They're nothing special. They're if anything, if anything, mm -hmm. they're like an E tier cereal. 
An E tier, interesting. E tier, yeah, okay. E tier, yeah. Well, like your friend has no taste buds. Like I'm not calling them dumpster trash, but like <laughs> if I was walking past a dumpster and there was an, a, a pristine box in there, I would continue walking. Oh, um, I'll, I'm sure Espan is listening, and he will uh, definitely disagree. But that's okay. I will. I will take yeah, his recommendation. He disagree. He disagree all he wants. Yeah, fine. Anyway, that, that's all I want to say. Anyway, yeah, so this, this episode is not sponsored by a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinnabon-style breakfast cereal, but it's highly recommended and endorsed it by the... It could be. But it could be, that's right. Yeah. Get Hostess, get in touch. Is it Hostess, Kellogg's, whoever it is. I don't care. Yeah, I'll work with it. Yeah, we, we got no shame. Zero shame. Kellogg's will work with you, even, you know, even with all the allegations going around right now. Anyway, let's uh, talk about some video games. Yeah, I feel like it's been it's been at least a week since we've talked about video games, and that seems like quite a long time. You know, that's that is quite a time. Yeah, but Squally, yes, sir. I'm very curious to hear about all the fun video game based uh, anecdotes that you've you've built up over this last week. So you go ahead. You want to tell us about your time? Yeah, I've my time is I've been playing uh, still Judgment. Uh, it's a much longer game than I anticipated. Right. Now, is is still Judgment the sequel to Judgment? No, no it's it, Judgment. <laughs> right. The sequel is uh, Judgment something. I can't remember. Still Judgment, right? Still, sure, still, still judgment. judgment. Right. What, what sets <laughs> this one apart? What? What sets this one apart? Uh, it's a very... It's a good sandbox game. It's not like a huge yeah. map that everything is nowadays, where... As opposed to the to the first one. No, this is the first. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I, I like how this isn't even a good joke, but I'm just gonna commit to it. Like, <laughs> like it's not even. It's, it's a trash tier joke. Like, yeah. It's not yeah, even yeah. funny, but I'm still. But you know, you're not we're making it work. Yeah. So still judgment. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Still judgment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I, you know what? I'm not gonna fall for this. <laughs> I think you already have. I probably I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna fall for this. Is that the the Russian main character? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's a good game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Okay. Very insightful. Yeah. Very just just locking it down. No. Huh? It was... <laughs> Yeah, Just like I was saying, it. it's not a huge open world. It's a nice small sandbox, but there's a lot of stuff to do in it where yeah. it doesn't feel repetitive in any way. Sure. And it's very full of life. So I, I would recommend it to anybody, especially anybody that likes detective games or mm. figuring stuff out, which it, it's not like hard to figure some stuff out, but there is points in the game where it's like, uh, find out where this person is, and then it literally gives you no hint. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, wander town. Like, who have I heard that might have a hint? Right. To this one thing. Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy games that are just like, here, figure it out? Or like, do you prefer yeah. a little bit of like a, you know, go talk to the man? I do. No, I do it to an extent. If it's only like every so often here and there, which this game does, 
it's good but if it's yeah. everything then it's like well I, hold my hand a little bit i, I don't wanna... i've yeah see i've noticed <laughs> yeah. that where it's like maybe in like a couple of the more old older video games at this point but where, where it is a very like a, like here's a map this is where you got to go you go there whenever you want mm. but then every once in a while like the games that tell you where to go just don't tell you where to go and you're like what the fuck do i do I have I have never once played this game without any sort of guidance, and I'm scared. That's literally what happens in this game. At one point, at one point, it's a there's a side mission. You have to find a cat somewhere in the city. Yeah, they're like okay, and it says just find someone who can help you with that. And what you have to do is go to one random side character that has no prevalence to the main mission whatsoever, right. and it's just like he just happens to like cats. You just have to remember that he exists. Yeah. Go find him to give you a hint of where or how to find this cat. Yeah, I've it's I, I only bring it up. It's on like it's it's fresh in my mind because I've been replaying I've been replaying Pokemon Silver. Ooh, great oh, great game. Nice. And and I know like Pokemon, it's not really the most especially Pokemon Silver back then. Like it's not the most like of it's not the most intense of like what do I do games. So there is a, yeah. a few situations where it's like you have to go here. And the only way you know how to do that is like you you read remember. that text and then yeah. remember that you got to do yeah. it right. And, and it's just it was just like a weird little flashback where I'm like, oh right, I have I used to have an attention span. And I, was, <laughs> I used to have a memory, and I was able to remember these details. And yeah, and yeah it's a, it's a sobering moment. Especially you, like, since games were for everything else. Are you doing the Team Rocket stuff in Goldenrod City? Yeah, that that was exactly yeah, it. Yeah, 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 100%, where it's like, you have to do these things. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Well, what do I have to do? Why, why can't I, why can't I progress? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, but it's just, inter I, I don't know, man. It's interesting to see how, like, games have kind of uh, developed and streamlined themselves to, to, yeah. to get it to the point where, like, you don't have to read anything in a lot of current video games, and you could just... Go for it, adventure way through everything. Yeah, yeah. Which I really not are having to do that. Or is no, it kind yeah, of a little thought process? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying yeah. it's an interesting thing to to make notice of. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, yeah. baby. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Chris, mm -hmm. what have you been playing this last week? Uh, so I I haven't had a whole lot of time to play stuff. Uh, busy with work, but uh, when I do have the time. Uh, it's been cyberpunk time for me, and uh, I don't know if I if I talked about this last week, but uh, the new DLC has rolled out for cyberpunk, and mm -hmm. it has completely changed the game from when I started playing uh, two or three weeks ago uh, to the fact that like I had all my stats reset because the stats that I had no oh, longer no. exist, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> The the interface changed completely for the the uh, skill tree, and uh, okay. even some of the controls have now changed. Where oh, wow. uh, where circle <laughs> circle on the uh, PlayStation controller was crouch, and uh, circle is no longer crouch. Circle is actually uh, like dash, and there are characters that like your your NPCs and your enemies and stuff like that can actually now like move incredibly fast kind of like in uh the anime the edge runners anime okay uh you know how like when they were like cyber psychosis when they would like zip back and forth like super fast and stuff like that yeah. um yeah characters now do that while you're shooting at them which makes it incredibly <laughs> hard to hit them um 
So, would, so that's a thing now. And, would you say uh, all these upgrades is a bonus, or is it like not well, not nice? Well, like there's there's a couple new things which which is, I think is a great addition. Uh, one being that you can now shoot while driving. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that's a great feature. Um, you can also like dive out of your vehicle in like a cool like badass action movie kind of thing. Um, also, kind of handy. You can like power slide and stuff now, so that's that's kind of cool. So there's nice. there's some there's some cool new new stuff going on in there. Um, I haven't touched any of the DLC stuff other than just having to change my skill tree and all my stats. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. The only other thing I've learned is um, they had a, a mod that made it so that your guns did non-lethal damage. And uh, that mod has now been removed from the game. So that kind of sucks. So. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Was, why? Was... Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, Do they I'm give a reason sure. or? No, I'm not. Want it to be lethal, I'm not. Right? Well, so there's uh without giving too much spoilers, uh you have to track down like twenty people that ha- are going through cyberpsychosis and you're it's recommended that you don't kill them. Uh, so uh, if you I can see. do if you can do you know, damage with your gun and not kill them, it makes it a lot easier than just having to mm-hmm. fist fight someone. True. Uh, especially when they're shooting at you. <laughs> so they removed just, it for Game balancing purposes. That's my assumption. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's mm. fair. Then. Yeah. Okay. I could understand. So that. you got screwed. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So basically, you uh, you have to play on hard, hard mode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you know, eating. I, I'm interested to see what happens. I've seen there's a couple of things that they've added into the game that I haven't quite accessed, but you know, I'm, I, I'm I interested. I have to say, when it comes to cyberpunk. And the uh, the complete 180 that it seems to have successfully pulled off ever mm-hmm. since its launch, like it's a, it's definitely a very inspiring thing to see, especially in this industry where it's like, ah, we made our money, who gives a shit? Like it's it's really nice to see that they're putting an absurd amount of time and effort and resources into fixing this game, and and then past that, improving it and building upon it. Like it's yeah, I, I think we've seen this like once and. In the last decade and that would be with no man's sky with uh, hello game yeah yeah and uh now i i did see an article today saying that now that the dlc phantom uh the phantom liberty is what it's titled um yeah yeah they've now pulled a majority of the team from cyberpunk to start working on the witcher 4 so yeah all right yeah, I, I feel like this, well, this isn't going to be the end for Cyberpunk. We're going to be getting no. more in some form at some point, right? Like, I think, like, it's it's a, <laughs> it's wild to say now, but it's a successful franchise, right? We have yeah. the anime, mm-hmm. we have the games, the DLC just came out. Like, I feel like uh, we're going to be getting a lot more, whether that's so, through another so, game or just more, you know, media. It'll definitely get a sequel. It's just... This time they'll probably be for sure to release it when it's good, yeah. Because they don't want to go through that. <laughs> one same one shit again. can only hope. Wait, yeah, hope. that 
I mean, you know, hey, man, if the bar for for Cyberpunk 2 is to just be more playable than the original game was at launch. <laughs> no problem. That, that bar is still six feet underground. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be that difficult. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's nice to see, especially since I've become so bitter and jaded when it comes to, you know, stuff like the Pokemon Company who just... Put a shit game and expect us to constantly shitting on my childhood. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it's just—it's nice to see. It gives me a little glimmer of hope. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Well, with all that out of the way, uh, look—if you want to know what I've been playing, I've been playing a little game. I'm—I've been playing a little game. Well, first of all, for whatever reason, uh, yeah, I'm on a retro kick. I've—I've been going through. I—I—I completed. Pokemon Red. Awesome. Nice. Got all of them. All all <laughs> all, all the original all the original Pokemon which you know surprisingly still took a, a considerable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So then I've moved on to my favorite second generation game which is Pokemon Silver. Fantastic game. Which is the correct choice, which I I don't care what anyone says. If you're if you're a Pokemon Gold boy, Crystal is also acceptable. Crystal, yeah, what? Well, that's cheating, though. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, what's your favorite Generation 2 game? Silver or the objective upgrade to it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. Uh, when it comes to Gen 3, though, though I, I, I think I'm going to go Sapphire. We're gonna, really? We're gonna, yeah. Here's, I was here's always my, a Ruby guy. Yeah, I see, I, I could tell that about you. Mm. What's, what's that mean? All right, you know what? Let's do this right now. Let's go for generation. Were you guys red or blue? Red. Um, Chris? I technically started with yellow, but uh, I would say I would say red. Yeah. Okay. I was I was also red. Okay. Good. Good. Hmm. Silver or gold? Silver. I think I went gold. Wow. Okay. Pasquale, get out. Okay. Ruby, sapphire. Sapphire. Yeah, I was sapphire as well. Yo, Chris, we're killing it. Mm-hmm. All right, this is this is where it's gonna get a little bit spicy, a little bit divisive. Mm-hmm. Okay, diamond or pearl? Diamond. I had mm. diamond, but I don't Ooh. even remember playing it too much, to be honest. I I did go with pearl only because I th- I thought Dialga mm. looked stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Now, were you guys black or white? Sorry, I didn't play. I stopped playing at this point. Oh, so Pasquale tapped out after this. I tapped out at four. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Chris, you went black? I went black. I went white because I wanted Zekrom. Really? Yeah, it was it was it was a confusing time back then. Yeah. And then they released black two and white two, which is uh well, it doesn't really matter at that point. Same same game. You just yeah, same game. Um were you sun or moon? Uh moon. Moon? I was also Moon, dude. Yo, mm-hmm. I, this is great, man. This is I'm, I'm learning so much about you. Okay. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, to, to be fair, I bought both of them. Yeah, I, bought, <laughs> I, I own all these. I own yeah, yeah, every no, like, single copy. Every single one is like sitting <laughs> on the shelf, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is, which one did you open and play first? Is is how we should have started? No, this is okay. So. If you want to, if you want to go like, what did I play first? So I technically skipped the Game Boy Advance because I didn't have the Game Boy Advance, and then I started playing Diamond Pearl, and then I collected um, 
all the Game Boy Advance games after the fact when I was working okay. and I was able to buy them. So. Right, yeah. That's a good way of doing it. Because it, it's still, and to this day, it still is relatively expensive if you if you're going that route. It is very expensive if you want to start collecting yeah, the older absolutely insane. Um, yeah. So after um, Sun and Moon uh, Ultra, I didn't. I barely even played. I I I think Moon and like Sun and Moon and um, Ultra Sun and Moon were my least favorite. Up until Scarlet and Violet. I think Scarlet and Violet is my least favorite. <laughs> yeah. See, that's um, interesting because I knew, obviously, you know, back then we were keeping up with everything as much as we are now. But, like, so we mm. knew that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon would be the last Pokemon games on the 3DS. Mm. So because of that, I, I, I think I put the most amount. I think the Pokemon game that I have the most amount of hours in is probably Ultra Moon. Interesting. Uh, I would say that the the Pokemon game that I have the most amount of hours ever logged in was Pokemon Silver. I thought you were going to say Pokemon Go. No, Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Pokemon (laughs) Go. Yes, Uh, but but doesn't uh, count. Doesn't count. No, Uh, Pokemon Silver. I had upwards up to about four hundred hours in a Pokemon Silver. Wow, that's see. I think I have around that in, in Ultra Moon. Is that wow. one game, or is that like you've reset it a few times? No, one no, game. No, no, no. That's one game. Uh, my my battery is now dry <laughs> in that game, so I've lost oh, yeah. my save file, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. I've, I've probably lost all my save files and all my original hardware. I got to go in and, and resolder some new batteries. But uh, yeah, I, I believe the last time I, I remember looking at like the uh, playtime, it was like th- it was like close to four hundred hours. Wow, yeah. That's that's amazing. Man, what did you what do you even do in Pokemon Silver for four hundred hours, you know? Like <laughs> a, a lot of a, a lot of cloning. Uh yeah. <laughs> um a lot of trying to win the lottery, a lot of trying to, to win the slot machines. Um done, which was made available for the first time ever in, in generation two. You know what's funny? I only have one shiny in that game, and that's uh, Red Gyarados, and that's because I didn't. I've I've told the story on the podcast before that I didn't know what shinies were, and yeah. lost that that random encounter of a shiny Doug Trio, and I'll never forget oh, that. Yeah, I was the exact same situation as you. I I encountered a shiny Ratatat. Yep, and I was like, oh, that looks weird. Kill. and then and then you know a few months pass and like pokemon's getting a little bit more traction and then it's like i read about shiny pokemon and i'm like oh fuck (laughs) and not even there wasn't a single thought where i'm like oh what is this this looks like a slightly different color all right cool i don't think i've ever come across a shiny flamethrower (laughs) <laughs> anyway, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I've been uh, so I've been doing that. That's been <laughs> that's been my last couple of weeks. And in... again, I'm just getting ready for this holiday season. We got so many games coming out, so many games that I'm going to be picking up day one and and putting time and effort into. So I don't want to I don't want to invest uh, too much brain power into anything right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a stack of games. I have a stack of games that I'm like, I need to start playing. And, and Cyberpunk was one of the ones in my stack. Yeah. And I, it's just, I'm like, oh my God, I got 
I've, I've got Detective Pikachu coming out. I've got Spider-Man 2. I've got Mario Wonder. Like, it's, yeah. oh, my God, there's so many games. I can't keep up anymore. I have made the decision for the podcast that I will be picking up Mario Wonder in place of Spider-Man 2 on release day. Wow. I, really? I will probably be picking up Spider-Man 2, so I will I will let you... We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about the, the... That's it, yeah. Well, we got to work in tandem. You know, there's there's more than one of us here, so we might as well spread the work a little bit. Of course. I mean, to be fair, I will also be buying Spider-Man 2 on release day. I just won't be playing <laughs> it right away. <laughs> All right, well, with that out of the way, let's let's start talking about some news. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, boom Stinger. <laughs> Gentlemen... $600 million yeah. and a decade. Yeah. Now I have, I have a question for you. Shoot. Where in God's name is Star Citizen? Um, I believe it's, Where is what? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a sham at this point. So people who might be out of the loop here, Star Citizen is a, crowd, <laughs> a crowdfunded base MMO that has raised over $600 million in the past decade, but still lacks a solid release date. Now, the game is currently in its alpha stage and shows promise with uh, various gameplay modes, including spaceship customization, space battles, ground combat, and an open-world universe. However, its prolonged development has led to controversies, with concerns about funding utilization, microtransactions in the alpha, and gray market tactics. Several factors have contributed to Star Citizen's delayed release. Initially, Cloud Imperium Games was a small indie studio with limited staff, uh, and they had to deal with engine troubles and the ever-expanding scope of the project, the switch from CryEngine to Lumberyard, and the need to accommodate ambitious features like a global server mesh have further complicated development. But here's the problem. The longer the game takes to release, the higher fans' expe expectations are becoming which could lead to a, you know, most realistically severe disappointment, I want to say. Unrealistic expectations, similar to what happened with Bethesda Starfield, which I, I, think, I think the court is still out on that. Because I, for the most part, I think Starfield is doing well. But I do think... It, Overall, I do think, probably. I do think um, there was a lot of expectations for that one. Of course, yeah. But all this stuff is, it could probably pose a pretty good challenge for Star Citizen. Like No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one too. Yeah, uh, to manage these expectations and satisfy the eager audience, it's crucial for the developers to announce a release date soon and make sure that everything is working. Mm -hmm. so in summary, Star Citizen remains in development hell for about a decade now after being crowdfunded and faces controversies related to the funding, the engine changes, and the scale of its ambition. As time passes and the game expectations continue to rise, it's going to uh, really need a set release date to act as a foundation for its success. Yeah, definitely. So here, there's a couple things here that we could talk about. Yep. The main one, the big one, mm -hmm. is a crowdfunded game that raised over $600 million that has, for the most part, Almost nothing to show for it after ten years of development. Um, how do how do we feel about this one? Uh, this is not the first time we've seen something like this happen. 
No, I see exactly. This is a very disappointing and very um disgusting trend that we seem to be seeing with these crowdsourced games. Not crowdsourced, crowdfunded games, I should say. Um, there's a lot of like there's a lot of controversy going on online. There's people calling the game a scam with apparently evidence to prove that it is a scam, right? There's a whole bunch of stupid memes where it's like you know, we're not going to do microtransactions, but we could also do microtransactions. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, I, this entire story from beginning to end just hits me in the worst way possible. Like, I haven't followed it too much, but like, you're saying there's an alpha, so there is something to show for kind some, of like money, kind of yeah. money to, to show for the money that's been going out, but like, you would think for 10 years it should pretty much be done. But, like, it, it, how expansive is this game supposed to be? That it, Massively. It, it's, 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 yeah. it's another one of those games in the growing genre that we're seeing of, like, the endless space exploration games, yeah. right? Where it's just, like... You, you, but is it, yeah. is it like they're making every world by hand and, like, placing everything? Or is it going to be auto-generated for some stuff, like... Um, yeah, see that that stuff I don't know. I haven't been following the game's uh, lack of development for the last ten years or anything like that. But, <laughs> but I yeah. mean, like the, the issue that I have is that we have another instance of these crowdfunded games from developers that were wildly successful, made more money than I think anybody, including the developers themselves, were realistically hoping to make. Right. And now we're we're once again at that point where we're just waiting. And like I understand, game development takes time. That's that's not what I'm saying, but. What I'm saying here is that this seems to be happening more and more often, and I'm at the point. It's at the point where I'm like, are pe- when are people going to learn that <laughs> when you it back is. a pro- when you back a project like this, a project that is so massive in scope, being run by a relatively small team, an indie team, and now you're wondering where everything is. It's like, well, like it's 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 coming, but it's not coming anytime soon. Well, yeah. Look at uh, look at the NFTs that like popped up during the pandemic, and then now they're intrinsically worth nothing. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's that just... was that was a wild time for everyone. I think <laughs> the, the only people that made money are the ones that made NFTs. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, there's a whole bunch of uh, there's a whole bunch of horror stories of like people buying NFTs for hundreds of thousands of dollars in some instances mm-hmm. more than hundreds of thousands of dollars and now they're effectively worth like they're like 10 bucks it's like a buck 50 yeah it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah damn man that makes me feel better about my uh my investments in the past dude Imagine yeah. losing a hundred thousand um, dollars well even yeah. they're, they're talking about like three years ago uh that you could spend three thousand dollars for like a customized like a cut a custom spaceship on this game and that's that's i wouldn't call that a microtransaction i call that like a, a, they call that, transaction. Yeah, a mega transaction is yeah. what people are calling it that's that's just a transaction like it's not at that yeah. point <laughs> yeah no, but I, you're spending three thousand dollars on something that doesn't even exist yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's I again, that's, for that. I feel like that's something that we as people need to just learn and accept when it comes to crowdfunding stuff. Like, I'm sure that there's a good amount of people that, you know, bought in at the tier that just got you a copy of the game. 
right? Yeah. yeah. Whatever that whatever that was ten years ago, the sixty dollar option, the eighty dollar option, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm also sure there's a good amount of people that bought in at tiers much higher than that that promised them bonuses and you know maybe digital or physical products that right. may or may not have been delivered by now. And like, at this point, like again, who knows when you're actually going to be getting any of it, right? So yeah. actually get a physical copy of the game now that stuff is going towards digital. My my biggest issue with this, mm-hmm. and this is an issue that I I consistently have, and I it bothers me every single time. Why do we need to pay you to make a game? I like I it it bothers me. It bothers me so goddamn much when these companies are coming up and they're like, "We want to make this game. We need you guys to give us a hundred million dollars, and we'll get started." I'm like, "No, that's not how this is gonna work." I'm I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love crowdfunding projects, and I understand that my opinion on this might be controversial, but I feel like. I feel like it's one thing when it's a when it's when it's a nobody, a startup of one dude making a game, being like, "Hey guys, here's you know this is my project." Yeah, and, I, and it's a completely different thing when it's a company. Like I, I like, wouldn't like, say like mighty number nine. <laughs> like yeah, I I wouldn't say like it's controversial in the sense of like you know like you're 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 spinning something that like people are going to get upset about. Uh, I would say that. Um, we have seen it be successful with, with games like Baldur's Gate 3 was crowdfunded and yep. they took their time and, and put out a solid it's a pretty solid game, you know, despite like there being bugs, but like, you know the bugs are... Every game's got them Yeah, like it's it, they're not they're not game breaking bugs, you know. Yeah. They they've my, and they're working to fix them. So see my my issue my issue always will be companies that have the money but just don't want to spend it. Like Platinum Games kick funded Wonderful One Hundred One to port it over to the Switch. Right. And I'm like, why the fuck? Like, do you want to port it to the Switch? <laughs> no. Like like if you can you can do it. You guys have the funding. You have the money. You have the manpower and willpower. It just comes yeah. like. Like I don't like that, it. That's when, a different story. Like, yeah, like I don't like when established companies are using it as a way to just hedge their bet and like not have to, like, just to mitigate risk. Like, add, yeah. and something scummy about it, and it bothers me. And I know that's not necessarily the case with this or uh, with um, Star Our Citizen. citizen. Yeah. But like Jesus Christ, man! Like, almost half a billion dollars in ten years, and like people are still like. Half a billion dollars in 10 years, and you have the gall to implement microtransactions and pay-to-win tactics into this game that's still in an alpha? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I think with that money, they might, you know, hire some staff and make the game a little quicker. There's one thing I know about the gaming industry. It's that whenever a whenever a a development team is given half a billion dollars, only about, like, (laughs) 50K is actually used for the game. Yeah, probably. The rest of it goes into a Scrooge McDuckian vault <laughs> with the, the CEO rolls around in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. God damn it. I'm so I'm 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 actually getting myself tilted on this. <laughs> to be fair, the people giving the money, it's it's their decision. They don't have to pay. No, I know. Yeah. Well, no, they did pay. <laughs> they, well, they did. A sucker is born every day, man. Yeah. yeah. And if if history has shown us one thing, when a game is in development hell for over a decade, it's either it's either going to be the best goddamn game ever released, or 
<laughs> or an absolute or dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is no in between. This I'm telling you, Star Citizen, whenever it releases, it's not there's there's absolutely zero way that this game is gonna get rated between a three and an eight. Right. It's either gonna be a one or a two or a nine and a ten. <laughs> uh anyway. That's that's my opinion when it comes to crowdfunding video games. I hope it's I haven't upset people. Yeah, thank you. You know, if they, in a while, upset, I could have good opinions. Yeah, if they get upset, go fuck yourself. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, you guys have anything to add to this? Do you have any thoughts or opinions on, on anything here that we haven't covered? Um I I just hope that the people that spent their money know what they're getting in for. Yeah. I feel I well, I also want to say to anybody that invested money in this ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you're not in a position where that money you spent 10 years ago is like still actively harming you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're probably better off for doing it 10 years ago because 10 years ago, a game was cheaper than it would be now. So like if they that's, were to put yeah, money honestly, into it, yeah, that would be like, it'd be like a hundred bucks. That's what we call a solid investment, baby. That's it. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys saved yourself what with inflation 10 years bucks? ago, you guys saved yourself maybe 20 to $30. Good for you. What a joke. All right. <laughs> Let's just move on. Boom stinger, baby. So Sony, our good friends at Sony, mm-hmm. they've launched investigations after ransomware group claims to have breached company system. I feel like uh, this happens quite a bit, doesn't it? I don't know if it necessarily happens with Sony, but I swear this has happened to them before. Well, we just seen uh, not too long ago that Las Vegas got hit with this at MGM, like majorly. Yeah. And yes, uh, that is right. Yeah. yeah, MGM has been like hit by a, like a ransom cyber attack where like they have now paid the hackers, but like they're still in control of like everything from uh, elevators to lights to rooms like it's crazy yeah you know it's it's a scary thing and like we might not even we might not talk about it in this regard for too much but ransomware in general in general is ramping up a lot so you know hey if you're if you're somebody who has sensitive information or you know somebody who is relatively successful when it comes to businesses Hmm. make sure you're you're keeping yourself protected when it comes to stuff like that because Uh, yeah, we're we're seeing it happening a lot more more often when it comes to the video game industry as well, right? Like Rockstar, remember when somebody claimed that they were able to get a hold of Grand Theft Auto 6 and they were going to leak it all and they were holding oh, yeah. Rockstar basically at ransom to be like, you know, hey, give give me like $50 billion or I'll leak your game. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember what happened to that, but I'm pretty sure that person disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, disappeared. Uh, yeah, they're sure. gone, man. Yeah. Anyway, Sony has said it has launched an investigation after a ransomware group claims to have breached the company's systems. Cybersecurity Connect reported that a ransomware group calling itself Ransom.VC claimed it had breached Sony, Sony Group and threatened to sell stolen data. Ransomed VC, huh? Couldn't uh, put a little bit more effort into that name. You know? Nah. I'm not trying to taunt the the ransomware group, by the way. You know, I, <laughs> that's the last thing don't I want to do. Don't don't hack the podcast. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, we have successfully compromised all of Sony system. Ransomware VC claimed 
on both on the clear and dark nets, as reported by Cybersecurity Connect. We won't ransom them. We will sell the data due to Sony not wanting to pay. Data is for sale. I like how Sony really pulled the, like, we don't negotiate with terrorist tactics. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, we hacked you. We have all your data. All right, cool. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> While the claims are unverified at this stage, Cybersecurity Connect said ransomed VC posted proof of hack data that includes screenshots of an internal login page, an internal PowerPoint presentation outlining test bench details, and a number of Java files. <laughs> okay. There's also... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I don't know... <laughs> I, I mean, I too can do a Google search for these things. But, you know, <laughs> there's also a there's also a file tree of the entire leak, which appears to have less than six thousand files. Cybersecurity Connect described this uh, cache of data as small relative to all of Sony's systems, which is you know, yeah, no shit. Ransom VC threatened to post that on September 28th if no buyers is found beforehand, which is today, isn't it? That is today. We need to we need to check see if there's a follow up see if uh, see if they've uh, sold gonna, more data. They're gonna wait until tomorrow. And it's like, hey, nothing happened. Okay. Yeah, we still got a we still got a couple a uh, little couple bit of time. Yeah. yeah. In a statement issued to IGN, Sony said we are currently investigating the situation and we have no further comment at this time. Um, the, this news rekindles memories of the costly PlayStation Network hack of 2011 which saw the personal details of 77 million accounts accessed. PSN ended up offline for nearly a month, disrupted game launches and customer services. That was an absolutely brutal time. Do you guys remember that? Vaguely. That was, that was a really big deal. Yeah, I think it was, it was what? Uh three four weeks the playstation was down at that time it was it was down for a month yeah just yeah. just below a month um, spider-man 2 release just just that's it now don't do anything with spider-man 2 releases okay we need yeah, this please game. please leave it alone yeah yeah no but uh i feel like whatever is happening right now with this ransom.vc this is nowhere near what happened back in 2011 because that was a that was like Sony had to do so much PR heavy lifting in order to recover from that. <laughs> Having PSN be down for a month, people unable to play games, new uh, games being lot. unable to launch on their on their platforms and everything like that, and customer service being an absolute dumpster fire at the time. <laughs> and and you know not for nothing, but back then, like 2011, 12 years ago, Jesus Christ, 12 years Holy ago, shit. the online infrastructure for video games and video game services are nowhere near as established as they were today. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it, it's not within the realm of possibility for like the hack back in 2011 to completely shut down the PlayStation network. They were at risk. Today, everybody would be like in such a such a stress. Oh, it would it would if if something of that scale were to happen today, it would be it would be global news. Yeah, Gen like genuinely, mm. if somebody is able to take Sony down for a month in 2023, like <laughs> that would be it would be insanity. Like, where's your cybersecurity? Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, so here we go. So Sony is uh, allegedly being hacked again, or I guess have been hacked, but they're refusing to play ball. They don't want to, they, they're not negotiating with terrorists. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. So apparently, yeah, today is the twenty eighth. So um, I guess they're yeah. they're just gonna post the data. I guess by next week we'll probably have an answer. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? I I I hope they post it. Do if it. they post it, yeah, do it. If they post it, I want to go through it. I want to see if I'm on there. You know, I want to see if I'm. Gonna... What are they gonna steal? Like, what are they gonna post? PS6. Oh, Hopefully not no, credit card numbers. That's that's your yeah. It's your account data, dude. Yeah, if they post that, then like it's really a mad rush just to grab some credit card numbers before it gets taken. <laughs> or cancel. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I would do allegedly. that. Nobody should do allegedly. that. But, you know, you piece of shit. You know, hey man, there's probably a few people uh, that you know maybe aren't coherent, paying attention. Who knows? You know, mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not that kind of data. Maybe it's just like it's the boring data that most companies want to buy off of us so they could give us uh, targeted ads, you know? That's it. Uh, Here's an email not. that has nothing to do with you, but... This person has looked up uh, dementia medicine every day for the last three months. <laughs> uh, maybe we could do yeah. something with that. Yeah. Sell him right. two PS5s, because he'll forget the first one. How to tell if you have amnesia. Why is it... <laughs> Why is this link purple? What? Okay. Anyway, let's uh speaking of speaking of Sony, we have some big news. Boom Stinger. The old white man running Sony is stepping down. Uh allegedly. PlayStation, allegedly. PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is stepping down from his lofty position. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, otherwise known as SIE, uh, today announced that SIE president and CEO Jim Ryan has made the decision to retire in March of 2024, almost 30 years within the PlayStation business, Sony said in a statement on this past Wednesday. For him. Yeah, good for you. Well, you know, allegedly. To support Mr. Ryan in his transition, Sony Group Corporation President, COO, and CFO, Hiroki Totoki will assume the role of chairman for SIE, effective October 2023. Effective April 1st, 2024, Mr. Totoki will be appointed interim CEO of SIE while he continues his current role in Sony Sony Group Corporation. This man has contributed so much to global warming, and we're we're supposed to just sit here and praise him now. Oh, it's fine. Son of a bitch. Better just tired of logging on to Zoom every day. (laughs) (laughs) I will leave having been privileged to work on products that have touched millions of lives across the world. PlayStation will always be a part of my life, and I feel more optimistic than ever about the future of SIE. SIE? SIE? I want to thank Yoshida-san for placing so much trust in me and being an incredibly sensitive and supportive leader. You know what I've noticed about this? Go on. I do not care at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like like to put I, I I'm going somewhere with it, Bobby. Okay. But I genuinely do not give a single shit about the CEO of any video game company. Well, we've or seen what they're doing. We've seen I, I, anybody. I just do like who fucking cares. But but here's where I'm going. I have I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah, yeah. There was a time. There was actually a, a a time where the CEOs of you know the big three actively tried to make themselves 
marketable to to the gamers. Well, look at so uh, the, Reggie Fillmore. Yeah, look, like okay. if you look at if yeah, if we go back to uh, the E3s of yore, right? Like I feel like around t- 2016 up until 2018 was like the golden era of like you know video game CEOs making themselves marketable and actually making themselves characters, right? Like probably, probably I mean, even before that. Yeah, maybe a couple of years before that as well. But like Nintendo did it great. Like Nintendo, like Iwata, yeah. Iwata was great. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone will ever surpass Iwata as being like a great no. CEO. Uh, I feel like his passing is why Nintendo specifically stepped down from doing stuff like that. Yeah, like maybe out of respect or, or to make it so that you know that that's kind of it. But they just figured they can never match it. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Iwata, it's all speculation. Iwata's probably like the goat. Like you wouldn't see a CEO like take a pay cut to make sure that no employees ever had to get laid off because yeah. you know that's that's unheard of and we've never that's, seen that happen since mad then. Respect for that. Mad yeah. respect. Um, and yeah. then you know you get Reggie Filame who like accepted becoming a meme. That, you know, that man was a meme generator. Leaned, leaned into it like hard. Every single time he took the stage, like we were given f- fresh fuel for like a month. Gold. I, it was insanity, man. Yeah, he was he was a monster. Uh, yeah, but no, but like there really hasn't been anything like that. Like if we look, like even now at the video game presentations, right? The PlayStation showcases, uh, the Nintendo Directs, whatever it is, Microsoft does. They've all become so sterilized and so copy and paste, right? Like, like Nintendo Directs used to be a presentation. You know, they would have they would have the CEOs come out. They would have like little jokes and stories. In a like one year, they turned themselves into fucking Muppets for God's sake. You know, like they <laughs> they had the animators for for Robot Chicken come in. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like stuff like that. Like we we just don't get that stuff anymore. And and I, I I definitely understand a company wanting to not have their current CEO be the face of a company because yeah. you know it's not really a relatable person. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's interesting to see like how starkly the industry has changed in what really amounts to like a small it's, number of years. It's been changed from a like a business of passion to a business of money and just greed, I guess. A business of, uh, it's a business, right? Like, yeah, it's just a business now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's something we all have to understand. Like everything has always been a business, but there yeah. were, there were certain like variants and, and gradients in between like what that business was, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like th- in, in the last couple of years and now, I, now we're moving into old man yells at cloud territory. Yeah. But, like, in the last couple of years, I've, I really do. I really have noticed that the video game industry has really started to just become another business. Yeah. Like that's all really, it is. I, that's all. That's all it always has been. It feels like it's getting, getting worse. If you no, think it, about it, you okay? Remember in the '90s when if you saw McDonald's, it looked like a play, like play store kind of like where kids could go and enjoy and like, Oh, there's all these bright colors or whatever. And now you go and it just looks so corporate. Grab. Grab. Yeah. Or that's video games for <clears throat> this, uh, this decade, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's exactly. I I think that's a good way of like encapsulating what I'm what the, the feelings I'm trying to say. You know, where it's <laughs> like, yeah, before then everything was like high energy and entertainment and and you know it's selling a product that was fun with the yeah. idea of you know getting the getting that person to come back and buy the next one. Now it's like we're putting out like the minimum viable product that. <laughs> That that requires the least amount of work and effort on our side because our team's already working on like the next twelve games in the in the series and it's we're like, charging double like, that it used to be. Yeah, like everything. I don't know, man. Everything's become so sterilized and and maybe it's like you know, and obviously, what right do I have to complain about it? Because all these companies are making way more fucking money than they were back then. So yeah. obviously, it is working. So, but I don't know, man. It's just. Yeah, I, 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 there's no real point to anything I'm saying here. I'm just upset and I'm, 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 I'm angry, and the world this is changing, is and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I'm very upset with with how things are. Same. Anyway, some old rich white guy is retiring, and everyone's pretending to give a shit. Essentially, is <laughs> even uh, us apparently. Yeah, even us, like he even got like time out of us, which upsets me more than anything. <laughs> like, I, you know, like who gives? Like who cares? Anyway, Jim Ryan, since apparently you have time now, since you don't have to commute from Europe to North America every other goddamn morning, why don't you uh, come on the podcast and defend yourself for polluting our world and that's it, poisoning the <laughs> poisoning the air? Yeah, unless unless he commuted like a normal man, I don't know. Maybe he took the well. He fucking took a, a kayak across the well, ocean. Like... I wouldn't assume what this man's taking a personal jet <laughs> five days a week. Probably, well, maybe like two days. I mean, here's a wild thing. Move to North America. <laughs> Please. While you, were, while, you were, while you were working there for 30 years. Why, why, why was that not an option? <laughs> Would you rather live in Europe where that has a lot of culture and, like, just better... Castles. Uh, cult, just assholes. <laughs> Castles. Castles. I heard assholes, and I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's North America." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why would you live here? Quality. How how long when you commute to work? How long does it take you? Uh, going to work is about half hour, give or take. Yeah. And home anywhere between half hour to to an hour. Okay, so so on average, on average, we'll say, we'll say that. We'll say that it takes you a, an, an hour's worth of commute time to get to and from work every day. Sure. Okay. So then you go to work five days a week. That's five hours of commuting, right? Full four, four days. Four days. So four hours of commuting out of your week. Yeah. Now imagine if you had to commute to fucking Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least eight hours one way. <laughs> that's, that's at least <laughs> that's going to add at least another half hour to my commute time, man. <laughs> Depending on traffic, right? Like, I don't yeah. know, man. It's either way. <laughs> traffic. Anyway, congratulations, uh, Jim Ryan. Yeah, you, uh, you've done it. Happy retirement. Major money. Yeah. Happy retirement. Cool. Thank you for. Thank you for your service. I mean, you didn't. You didn't make the game, so. He didn't make the system itself either. Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. Um, he organizes shit. He's a CEO. What does that what, mean? What, is, what does a CEO even do? Uh, dude, we gotta we gotta completely restructure everything because I feel like shit was established in like the 1600s where we where people actually needed to do stuff to get stuff done. Yeah, and we've we've just been coasting off of it since then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much like everything needs Yo, to be revamped for 
nowadays. Yeah, we got like 400 peasants working for us. How how are we going to handle this? I don't, maybe we could like get some peasants to like keep a you know keep an eye on a group of peasants so we could divide them up into different peasantries and then we'll you know we'll have that one peasant manage the other ones. But then we're going to have a whole bunch of these manager peasants. So let's just have like four of those manager peasants talk to one other dude above them. Yeah. But then we're also going to have a couple of those guys. So maybe those guys will just talk to one more guy. Uh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> we just, so you've just built a pyramid scheme here. <laughs> That's right. what it is. Now, but realistically, now that, you know, we're no longer peasants living in medieval Europe, although statistically they had better lives than we did, um, we, don't, we don't need all these layers of uh, stupidness. We, mm -hmm. we can just get by with, like, you know, a, a Zoom call every other day. That would work. So I think it's time. Uh, basically, so, we, need to eat, we need to eat the rich. This, is, this has gone on for too long. Yeah. So also, right. explain to me what the difference is a CEO, president, and an owner. They're yeah. not one and the same? I have no. I have absolutely no, no clue because none of it's real, and it's all shit that we made it's up. That's it. Yeah. We made up money, and then we're like, oh, well, now we got to... We gotta we don't have a way to organize the money. Now we gotta min-max this new concept that we just established. <laughs> and everyone needs to play along. Like goats for chickens or something. I dude, every day that passes, I get closer to being like, you know what, maybe it's just time to go feral. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to run off into the woods. That's it. Anyway. I'll do it. That's it for news. We're 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 done. There we go. All right, Chris. Do we have a a a, a technically prepared for tonight? Of course. All right. Well then, unless there's anything you guys want to talk about, anything uh, to bring up news related or or otherwise, we'll move on to the final sec uh, section of the show. Um, I'm good. All right. Well, well, in that case, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Or, uh, technically. All right, well, welcome to the end of the show where we like to play a little game, and it's called, uh, technically. There's only one major rule for this game, and that when I read you a statement about this game, all answers must begin with the phrase, uh, technically, kind of like Jeopardy. You may interrupt me at any time that you think you have the answer. And of mm -hmm. course, the scoreboard. Yeah. Pasquale, you are sitting with two points. I'm going to stay there. Stefano, who is not here, is following with four. <laughs> and of course, Pat leading the game with a whopping eight points. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, without further ado, I have a statement here about the game called Cube of War. I'm, I'm sorry? sorry? I'm sorry. Cube of War? Cube of War. Yeah. Cube wow. of War? No, Cube of War. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a GameCube game. It's a Cube of War okay. survival of the fittest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lost. <laughs> anyway. You didn't play Cube before in the GameCube? I didn't even know what the hell that oh, game is. Oh, man, I, I rented the son of a bitch from Blockbuster. <laughs> well, you should have kept right. it because it's a very, it's, very expensive it's, game. It's so expensive now. <laughs> uh, so in Cube before, 
square uh, and cubivore, survival of the squares lies the land of cubivores. That's uh, no technically. Yes. It was cubivore survival of the fittest. Yes, you you corrected me right off the bat. I was hoping oh. that you guys weren't aware of this one. That's an immediately one point for Pat. Every 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 once in a while, I check for the. I, Genuinely, I check for this game on eBay. Yes, <laughs> just to see if it uh, if it falls see. within the realm of. It hopes that someone doesn't know what they have. have. Yeah, Pasquale, you wanna you wanna take a guess at how much a br- a, a, a complete in box version of this game sells for on on eBay? Uh, I don't know, like four hundred bucks. Well, I, I wish no. You you could you could expect depending on condition to pay anywhere between uh, six hundred and seventy five dollars and nine hundred and forty six dollars for this one. Oh, okay, that's not that's not bad. Canadian, yeah. Canadian, yeah. Canadian, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so American, it's it's like a fifty. Yeah, I, I was giving you the the American yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> okay. Well, this next statement is about a game that I'm I'm assuming Pasquale has played at least one time. Uh, it's a little title called uh, GoldenEye. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. In GoldenEye, two, uh, GoldenEye 007 features multiplayer mode, which up to four players can, pl- uh, can compete in, se- in a several deathmatch scenarios via split screen. These include Normal, You Only Live Twice, The Living Daylights, the Man with the Golden Gun, Moonraker, and License to Kill. Options uh, such as these uh, are chosen. Oh, technically, it's not the Man with the Golden Gun. It's just Golden Gun. No, it is called the Man with the Golden Gun. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Ah, you fucked it. All right. Options such as these, as the chosen level characters play as weapons available and the game length can be customized to each scenario. Additional levels and characters can be unlocked as the player progresses through the single player game. Hmm. Mm. That one is, oh, it's spicy, man. It's been quite a while since I've played Golden. It's been a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that sounds right to me. Let's hear it one more time. I'm gonna say, uh, technically that's correct. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll read it for you one more time. Yeah. GoldenEye 007 features a multiplayer mode where up to four players can compete in several deathmatch scenarios via split screen. These include Normal, You Only Live Twice, The Living Daylights, The Man with the Golden Gun, Moonraker, and License to Kill. Options such as the chosen levels, characters you play as, and weapons available and game length can be customized for each scenario. Additional levels and characters can be unlocked as the player progresses through the single player game. Can you read through the uh, the game modes that you have listed there? These include normal, you only yeah. live twice, the living right. daylights, the man with the golden gun, moonraker, and license to kill. Nothing. Uh, technically. <laughs> uh, technically, Moonraker was. That's not a game mode. 
That is a hundred percent correct, Pat. Holy you have it. figured out what was Fuck. wrong. <laughs> um, though most of these were named after James Bond movie titles. Uh, Moonraker was not one of the mash types. Moonraker was actually one of the weapons you could use, though. I like I I never heard of Moonraker. I didn't even know it was a weapon. I just I did not even. Yeah, Moonraker is one of the the laser weapons. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Damn, that's a that was a very good one. Job, Pat. That was an oh yeah no yeah no me. Oh, yeah, good job, Chris. Oh yeah, but Chris, that was a good one, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can you can actually get the the Golden Eye Moonraker laser. Uh, so that is that is a <laughs> that is quite the mouthful, by the way. That's um, a great one, yeah. The, I, I love video games that have weapons that sound like anime finisher moves. The moon the Moonraker <laughs> laser is a powerful weapon comparable in to the Cougar Magnum with a much higher rate of fire and no magazine or ammunition limitations. And can normally only be found in the Aztec, but with cheats can be put into any mission. There we, we go. Play that. Yeah, we should we should play some gold. There is there is an online version of it. There is, yeah. yeah. But I think that was uh was, isn't that just for Xbox? I believe. Yeah. No, we can play it on the Switch. I think it's on PC also. No. Um, oh shit! There we go. You can probably play it on the Switch. You can probably play it on the PC. You can probably play it on Xbox. So it was like an updated version on PC. I, I mean, there you go. <laughs> well, congratulations, Pat. You have. Achieved successfully your ninth win in this game. Extended your lead. I'm very happy with that, man. Anytime I could, anytime I could extend myself, it's uh, it's always it's always worth the effort. Don't yeah. extend too far. Well, with that, that brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode of the Let's Get Gaming Podcast. Hey, if you like this episode, please be sure to leave us a review. Follow us on Spotify. Listen to us pretty much anywhere video game podcasts can be listened to. Except Stitcher, because uh, they're gone. It's oh, hey. gone, babe. <laughs> I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. Uh, don't get shafted and keep your stick on the ice, my friends. And Pasquale Galuzzo. I'm on the other side of the ring now. He's on the other side of the ring, baby, weighing in at a weight. Ready to oh, get wait. in there, weighted down, baby. He's eager to fill up those openings. All right, we'll see you next <laughs> week on the Let's Get Gaming Podcast. <laughs> Let's go. Bye. Bye. Probably not use this one. It's going to give someone PTSD. Which one? No. <laughs> The one that's just a severe error sound effect. <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh my god, my computer's fucking up. They're gonna be listening to the podcast on their way to work. All of a sudden, their truck is gonna like. <laughs> I didn't know it could do that.